Welcome back. Now the Ghanaian government alleges that MTN underdeclared its revenue by 30% in the 2014 to 2018 period. Earlier this month, the mobile operator announced that it was facing a tax assessment by the Ghana Revenue Authority. MTN has vowed to fight the tax claim in Ghana, stating that the rand equivalent of the assessment amount is 13 billion rands, including penalties and interest charges. International Relations and Cooperation Minister Naledi Pandor has called on MTN and Ghana to resolve the tax dispute, stating that competitors from other parts of the world do not appear to be subjected to the challenges that SA companies face in Africa. Mudiwa Gavaza, business writer at Business Day, joins us now with more detail. Thank you so much for your time, Mudiwa. Let's just uh, put Ghana's market into context for yeah. MTN and the contribution that it uh, provides for the group's profits. Yeah. So you're looking at roughly 10% of earnings, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I think the more important number is the fact that Ghana is MTN's third largest market. Uh. Um, so for a company that has roughly 270, 280 million subscribers across the continent, that is significant. How big is this? Because I know that MTN <laughs> has yeah. had tax disputes in other countries. Yeah. How big is this and how has MTN handled those? And does it maybe give you comfort of the outcome that we could see in Ghana? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that are at play, yeah. you know, uh, something like this. I would say, I would answer your question in three, uh, yeah. w in three buckets. I also asked you lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so the first bucket is the fact that when you look at the quantum, um, seven, 770 or so million dollars yeah. or roughly 13 billion rand. It's not as big as what we have seen, you know, previously. Okay. There was a $2 billion dispute um, in Nigeria previously. There was a $5 billion dispute, you know, previously in, uh, in Nigeria as well. Mm. So those are huge numbers, uh, bigger numbers than what than we're talking this, yeah. about. The second piece is the fact that when you look at MTN, when it comes to these issues, what they fight more than anything else is the perception issue. You okay. know that m markets rise or fall on the perception. Of course. Right? The market hears that there's a huge tax fine in Ghana. And what do we see? Literally the day after the yeah. news is announced, shares plummet. Yeah. Right? So that is, that is, I would say, one of the biggest things that they, uh, what do you call this, mm. um, that they fight. And then thirdly um, is the fact that they seem to have ta taken, you know, f Back in the day, MTN was always this company that was, you know, gung-ho, we're going to go and conquer the continent. But mm. now they seem to have taken a more measured approach to how they're approaching yeah. uh, their relations, especially on the continent. Quite interesting that you say that uh, MTN is fighting perception because um, looking at the numbers, it's not as big as, as they've been in the past. Yeah. And you're right, because the perception is that, especially in the telecommunication space, that MTN is one of the riskier um, <laughs> companies. Yeah, so yeah. big risk, big reward yeah. as well, but still risky. And I mean, although going into the rest of Africa and uh, getting away from all the other regions in the Middle East was seen as less risky, but there's still that kind of risks. So... Do investors still approach then MTN with that kind of, um, does it have like a risk premium of some sort? Uh. 
Well, if you look at the way that they trade, mm. um, I guess the, uh, one of the feelings in the market Or risk is discount, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that uh, one of the feelings in the market is that MTN actually trades, you know, lower than what it should yeah, because okay. of um, the risk that is associated, yeah. you know, with uh, the investment case. If you take Vodacom, for example, yeah. Vodacom is always seen as the stable you know, as yeah. a stable one. They pay dividends every year. Uh, their share price, you know, is steadily going up. Uh, when you see it, let's say, over a year, yeah. you see that, let's say, Vodacom may have, you know, if it goes up, it's gone, uh, gone up within a range of 5%. If it goes down, it goes up within a small range. Mm -hmm. you, you hardly see big fluctuations, yeah. you know, when it comes to a stock like that. Whereas MTN and Telcom, you know, because Telcom unfortunately finds itself in the same, uh, what you call this, bucket, yeah. You have a lot of forces. And I think just the last thing about um, MTN's investment case is the fact that there are more pushing, there's more push and pull uh -huh. on MTN because you're looking at 18 countries versus um, the, the 8 to 10 that Vodacom is operating okay. in, right? So if Nigeria sneezes, affects MTN. Yeah. The oil price goes down, affects MTN. Uh, Ghana says something, affects MTN. South Africa says something, uh, affects yeah. MTN. Uh, whereas the other operators, uh, there's less yeah. going on there. Yeah. So our government has decided to step in. We have uh, Minister of International Relations, mm. Naledi Pando, commenting and basically backing MTN. And it kind of also lends to the, the, the school of thought that has the notion that South African companies that are capital-heavy revenue flowing that expand mm. into the rest of Africa, they become a significant contribution to uh, the economic growth of those countries. Yep. And as a result, the governments see them as a cash cow, so they want to extract as much money out of them as possible. Yep. How are you assessing that? Do, are you seeing the, the treatment as unfair? Do you think it's true, or mm. do you think that this is just how it is? I think it just depends on how you look at it, yeah. but um, you know the fact uh, governments and tax authorities specifically are trying to get the most out of yeah. you know especially your corporate citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is uh, I think that's worldwide, okay. right? We could even point to certain cases in the UK right now where because the oil price has gone up so much, you know tax oh, authorities yeah. are trying to increase taxes so that they can get as yes. much of that you know as possible. Uh, but specifically for SA-listed companies, um, just talking to some of the people, you know, on the ground, is that there's been a general feeling that the government wasn't doing enough to protect, okay. you know, some of the South African companies because there's a bunch of stuff happening, you know, on the continent. Um, you've got, take MTN and Vodacom, for example, they're always number one or two you know, in their, in their respective markets to yeah. your point where you become a significant, uh, yeah. you know, contributor. But right now, Vodacom is facing a tax, similar tax issue. Um, uh, Vod MTN, mm -hmm. we've already, mm -hmm. we've already spoken Even about that. Even multi-choice. Yes. And multi-choice has the biggest, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're talking 770 million on this end, yeah. but over there, you're talking 4 billion, you know, sure. so it's, uh, it, it's a huge one. So the general feeling was just the fact that the government hadn't stepped up enough because mm. if someone takes action against an American company or a European company, usually the governments of those respective com uh, countries, especially the U.S., they step in and they step push in back and they retaliate. They retaliate. They'll put sanctions or something, yes. you know, just to be like, don't mess with our interests. So that had been the feeling that. Um, so something like this with uh, Minister Pando coming mm -hmm. and you know saying it was actually 
actually quite a strong statement that they sent out to yeah. say how come you know African governments are treating SA companies in this way and we're not seeing their competitors from okay. other parts of the world, especially um, overseas countries. Yeah. yeah. So it's a big step change and hopefully it's one of those things that um, you know going forward it sends a strong signal. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you very much uh, for your time. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I know you and I can talk for about an hour. <laughs> but thank you very much for your insights. And that was Business Day's uh, business writer, Mutiwa Gavaza.